Peace. Thank you for checking out The Mega Late Show. The Mega Late Show is brought to you in part by Cal Combs. Head to calcombs.com to check out his newest album, Carmel, as well as a bunch of his winter apparel. Check out uh, The Mega Late Show promo code. When you purchase anything over $30, you can get yourself 25% off. Calcombs.com, dope music, dope apparel. Mega Late Show 2018. Yo, what up, Mega Late Show number 25? We are in Shibuya tonight, Studio Noah, and I am very honored to introduce tonight's very extremely special guest, worldwide famous two-time winning mu- underground music award champion for best lyricist and best male rapper this I is just, the man i just found out about that that's some new <laughs> shit that i didn't even know they had awards for back in the day the man behind such notable works as the salvation uh a dream deferred and his most yeah. recent one in celebration of us new yeah. york's Finest Skazu. That's right, man. Um, and you heard a verse like um, In Celebration of Us is his newest album. It just dropped on February 2nd. Uh, he's got a lot of production on there from past collaborators such as Apollo Brown, uh, Raheem Devon, as well as Illmind. Uh, tremendously dope work. I think I actually think it's your greatest work to date. I'm still trying to digest the Me album too. because I think it's it's just incredibly dense and Incredibly dense and cinematic, like uh, yeah. it's crazy. Like you're weaving figurative, figurative and literal lines together with themes of like gentrification, cultural appropriation, uh, you know, validation as a black man, police violence, discrimination, and also just being a father. And so, yeah, man, it, it's it's resonating for me like crazy. I feel like it's a really mature album, but also very extremely accessible to the youth just because the level of bars this man is a virtuoso mm, and like man the literary devices that he's working on this shit like crazy the use of repetition and callbacks the the homophones is crazy i think you're the, probably the master of those <laughs> I, I mean we all know jay-z is phenomenal at that but right. skyzo you take it to another level with the complex city oh man complex city yeah, i gotta man. bring you out with me on my press runs you know but 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 all it is is just an appreciation and I come from, you know, I'm as old as you. I'm, I'm, I'm turning 35 in a couple months, and I come from a nice. generation where we listen. And like I was saying, I'm still trying to unpack the album because it's only been out for like a month. I maybe had it for like two or three weeks. Okay. And the first time I heard it, I ended up listening to Everything's Fine maybe like 10 times in a row, mm-hmm. just trying to figure out what is he even talking about? You hear you hear lines like Department of Corrections and Doctorate and Doctor. It's crazy yeah, dense, yeah, yeah. man. And so I think I think um, I think people are gonna love it. And uh, yo, thank you for rocking with the Mega Late Show. Absolutely, man. Thank you so it's, much, man. Oh, man. Thanks we know that, to all y'all. We know that you're here on your uh, on on your Asia in Asia tour. Yo, not not an I, Asia tour, but a, a, can I pause and give props to the man four four also Omen four four for holding it down. Yeah, shout yo, out. You want to speak on it, man? <laughs> Just say peace, man. Peace. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 you get it. Spit a sixteen. <laughs> nah, you yes, could, man. Yo, Appreciate got, it, though. Bars, oh, really? I wanna, I, I wanna build with him as well, man. I haven't, you know. When one it's of, not a joke. I was keeping the music. A word. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta check you out. Like one of the things that we do here, at Sky Zoo, and the reason we started this podcast is we found that there was a lot of disconnect between the scene in Tokyo. A lot of people come out 
I don't hear about it. People don't hear about it. I think, I mean, I don't know anybody that was talking about you coming out here. And I was like, a free in-store with Sky Zoo? Everybody needs to know this. Yeah. And so, like, we decided to start the podcast to kind of bring Tokyo together more and, 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 and get more information out. So what we do at the end of the podcast is talk about all the upcoming shows. We interview people who are here in Tokyo making moves and doing their That's thing. You know what dope. I mean? And That's so, super dope. Yeah, yeah. man. And, and we know that you're on, like, a Japan tour right now. You're yeah. out in Sendai. You were to Osaka, Nagasaki. Nagoya So like uh, Is this your first time In Tokyo It is Word Yeah it is First time in Yo. Japan Period oh, That's no crazy doubt, this run yeah, yeah You've been riding the train Yeah the bullet train And the, and the, and the J, J With JL JR. The JR lines the J, Or whatever JR, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you, yeah. what do you, you think You about said that like A Japanese person JL JL Lily good Lily good Oh man But, but um, yo, What do you think About the trains here As compared to New York They're clean Wonderfully clean, <laughs> right? Clean. You know what I mean? The whole city, yeah. the whole country is clean. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's the opposite of New York. Right. I'm like, you can have yeah. a major city with a ton of people and it be clean. Word. Yeah, that's I mean, a that's, a, that's a little bit of um, maybe some cultural appropriation or gentrification we would welcome you, in, our, in our major cities. You know, you know what I mean? mean? A little bit of cleanliness. Clean that up and then we'll let y'all live. Word, you know? word. <laughs> So uh, the format of the show, I guess we'll go and get into a little bit of a news segment and talk about some new new stuff that's happened recently within hip-hop. Late, did you say you had something? You want me to go with my little piece of news first? Uh, yeah, you can bust it first. All right, man. I just said I just read this today. I just found out about this today. And Yasin Bey said he recorded the first verse for the new Black Star album. Oh, wow. I'm fucking with that. Yeah. It's been 20 years since that wow. album dropped. And you know, a lot of times I want to call him Most Deaf. His mama named him Most Deaf. I still I'm call, call him Most Deaf. Deaf. That's yeah. one of my favorite rappers. My favorite rappers of all time is Jay Z and Most Deaf. I did the knowledge, man. I knew that, so yeah. I got some questions for so you. So I'm later. excited about <laughs> that. I didn't contrast. know yeah, the first verse got recorded. I'm excited about they, that. They're doing the whole album with Madlib as well. So I didn't that's know about that. Be crazy, I didn't hear that man. detail. They're doing a whole album with Madlib. I'm, I want to. You should get on that. I mean, you, uh, what is it? Thieves in the Night. The, the collabo track that they had on the first one with like Wordsworth or whatever, yeah. you should get on these in the you night know what's 2018. My and that'd be live. You know what my favorite record on that album is though? Is um Respiration. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, my favorite yes. record on that album. That's a, I, I should have known that you was gonna say that. Especially yeah. yo, yo, I like that Respiration remix, man. That's the one with Black Thought, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The remix is hard too, but yo, that original cold, joint, man. I'm wrestling yo, with words what, what, and ideas, yeah. The 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 joint that um the comment says like I saw my man sleep. Uh, I, I watched my man sleep, but it dreams I couldn't. Have. Yo, I don't. I'm, I'm terrible at remembering lyrics, but <laughs> man, that that um that that album is so crazy. Yeah, that album yeah, is yeah. So nah, crazy, it's silly. Word, word. We were just saying the other day it would be funny if uh, some white rappers did like a white skin lady remix. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that would be the hot. That That'd exists. Hot. That's every record word, on word. popular radio. Right. That exists. You know what I mean? For real. Word. Um, so, so late. What kind of news you got, fam? Uh, yo, I went to this art exhibit recently by this group called CRAC. It's this anti-racism collective out here in Japan. Like they uh they go to these you know the super nationalist racist uh I don't know not protests what do you call them what are them things that the president be throwing all the time press conference rallies like, oh okay yeah, rally, yeah. <laughs> the the racist yeah, rallies, rallies. Yeah, and they yeah. they throw like anti racist anti protests and they have their own events and yo uh there was a really famous rapper I mean four four probably knows what I'm talking about E C D Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, ECD. Like old school, yeah, yeah. Old school, yeah. yeah like in, he, in like a, the 90s, yeah, he was he was doing this thing, right? 
I I wasn't really died uh, from cancer. Yeah, yeah. That's I, the news, right? He passed away. Well, he passed away in January. Oh, like man. I'm, I wasn't peace. really familiar with him, but they had like his clothes like laid out like the shroud of Jesus. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, in the, in the Japanese hip hop scene. Yeah, because he's like the pioneer, right? He was, he was oh, really? like he was like who should I say? Um, he was like he was. He was like cohort, heart, oh, cohort really? or somebody that, wow. like that level, you know. Well, respect to just that man, you know. Like um, that's one thing. One that yeah, yeah, took, absolutely. Uh, um, first uh, hip hop, sh- like a huge hip hop concert called um, uh, Sam- Samping Camp. Samping Camp. Thamping, thumping Camp. Thumping Camp. camp. Word. Yeah, man. Because I, I was talking to some of the other members who were there at the time, and they were like, yeah. Pretty much, it was him and like Sucha Darapar and some of us. They're like the first generation, first wave hip hop out here. Yeah, the first B boys, like the Spartanic Rockers. You know, they got cats like I'm sure you know DJ Honda. Uh, did yeah, all the yeah. legendary work with the Beat Nuts. Absolutely. And, you know what I mean? Uh, a lot of these cats, man, they really brought hip hop to to Japan and 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 they they brought the best parts of hip hop to Japan. You know, the true culture, four elements, shit, with complete respect and admiration for for the culture. So that's absolutely that's really dope, man. And and especially at this anti-racism rally. You know, I fuck with that heavy. It's like, uh, yeah. un- undoubtedly a priority for all of us. My uh, connect said uh, he's willing to come on and he's gonna bring a couple of them on. So hopefully we can chop it up some more. Yeah, we definitely need to do that. I mean, get with these people. Again, we're just trying to build with the culture. You know what I mean? Just highlight a little Japanese culture while uh, you know keeping the hip hop. Always down with some anti-racism shit. Word, man. word. All right, now so Sky Zoo. This is one of my favorite parts of the show. This is a temperature check. We just ask you a bunch of questions. You can give us hot takes. You can be nasty. You can say whatever you want about these things. <laughs> kind of rapid wild, fire. Truculent. Yeah. Well, I mean, it can be rapid fire. We could build on the idea or the, the thought or whatever it yeah. is, man. Let me um, let me start you off with a little bit of a, a conflicting idea for you that might be difficult for you to answer since your two favorite MCs are Jay-Z and Most Def. Yeah. Pick one of these albums to have on a desert island with you. The Black Album or Black on Both Sides? Probably Black on Both Sides. I would I would agree. I definitely mess with Black on Probably Both Sides. Black heavy. on Both Sides. One of the best. One of the greatest and criminally unheralded classic hip-hop albums, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably Black on Both You know the crazy thing about that album, too? That came out when I was a senior in high school. Um, Same. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yo, that album, it took up the whole CD. Yep. Like a CD is like eight, 78 minutes, minutes yeah, yeah. 80 minutes. Yeah. I think that CD is like 79.30. You know what I'm I mean? Like just it took up the whole CD. Yeah. So many that. different looks on that album. So many different rhyme schemes. So many different sounds, approaches to the raps. Like he had the back yeah. and forth joints with like, you know what I mean? The, the reinterpretation of Mr. Nigga, Suckin' Niggas from yeah, Q-Tip. Yeah, yeah. The Fella Cootie sample. Uh, yeah. Umi Said. You know, like that album yeah. is crazy. No, it d- crazy. definitely is. And um, especially a lot of the jazz influence stuff. The last track, December to May. Another another phenomenal joint. Do you have yeah. a favorite joint from that album? Um, Umi Says and Got. Yeah. Got. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You might get got. Yeah. Um, all right. Um. What is uh? You have a devil and an angel on your shoulder. Hypothetically, a devil and an angel on your shoulder. Let's say that these are these devil. The devil and the angel are uh, people from Brooklyn. It could be anybody, famous person from Brooklyn. Wow. Pick oh, pick. Uh, what's that? Anyone. I wanted to I wanted to make it a little difficult because Brooklyn has such a rich culture of just creatives and, and uh, phenomenal people, and so I kind of wanted to 
Devil he was an Brooklyn. angel from Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> and, Celeb. And I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I don't want to. I don't want you to tell me about, you, like the Gunny Man. You were like, saying like <laughs> even authors or yeah. people from the past. I mean, the angel would be like Spike, like Spike Lee. You know how I feel or, about yeah. Spike and that being my homie, and you know, yeah. ever since the video and the record. Um, so the angel would be Spike. Pause, because that sounds weird. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who the devil would be though. No, well, see, for, for me, like when I'm thinking about it, I'm not thinking about an evil person or a person that does bad. I'm just thinking about a person. My, my personal devil, like I'm not an evil being. You know what I mean? My personal devil is just the guy that like it's, it's the I'm the that's the side that's going to punch you in the face instead of trying to talk it out. That's okay. the side that's going to, you know what I mean? Like, you know, okay. did, 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 did the goon maneuvers when I was 16 and was yeah, really yeah. out here, you know, stealing cars and, and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. And trying to like get with women case, and shit. You know what I mean? Right there. If that's the case, then like the angel. Is, is spike pause because it's like it's interesting. even though you know I'm from Brooklyn we pause everything yeah, so yeah. um but even <laughs> you know because even with him like you know the things that he's always been represented these are things that he's always been representing and and what he what he's about you know that could be looked at as kind of devil because he's so on it and so so raw and so like this is what it is Unadulterated Boom This is what But for me That's Angel You know what I mean So you know The devil side would be I guess any of the OGs From my neighborhood um, Who may say Nah man Fuck all that cool shit Just go for it yeah. You know Which is great I'm with that too Word word Bet Yo man that's very appropriate After listening to the latest album And uh, even the one before Peddler's Themes that yeah, answer yeah. sounds real on point with what appreciate you're talking it, about. Appreciate man. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. All right, here's another here's another hypothetical. Um, if you could, I know you're a huge fan of jazz music. Absolutely. You're always messing with jazz. Your jazz, your albums are lots of heavy jazz. You you've got a like a trumpeter that, yep. that you mess with. What's My his name? Sean his, Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal, phenomenal uh, cat. But Thank if you, you could collaborate with any jazz artist, any jazz musician, living or dead, who would it be? Miles Davis. Yeah, you, you name your son after you. Miles Davis. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I know that. You just say man, living or yeah, dead Because yeah, yeah. if it was living Then I'd have to think about it And figure out But if it's either or Miles Davis hands down Are there any What? Tell them about your son Yeah he just mentioned Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles Yeah yeah, yeah. Yo, and, and again, four, four was drinking. <laughs> Yo, again, congratulations on your new lock, son. He got he's got a, a newborn son. Yeah, yeah. I know it's hard for you to nice. be out here. Yeah. Blessings, man. Congratulations. congratulations. Oh, yeah. My blessings, little man, Miles, man. He's two months old. Oh, hell uh, yeah. Man. That's super awesome, new, man. Yeah, yeah, he's two Brand months old. old. Welcome to the world, man. Yeah, and, and it's amazing, you know. Um, Close to the same birthdays? Oh, yeah, four days apart. Y'all had the same birthday. Oh, four days apart. Me and my son are three days. Oh, yeah. So he was due on my birthday. He literally was due on my birthday when the doctor told us the day. Mm. He said December twenty fourth, and I said what? He said yeah, December twenty fourth, Christmas Eve. I said obviously you don't know this, but that's my birthday. Right. And he wow. was like really. He was like well, that's wow. the he's due the twenty fourth. You never know what happens, but due the twenty fourth. So I I was pushing for it to be the twenty fourth. <laughs> yeah. like, hold up, hold up, same, same, was, same. You know the my doc. Dear? Yeah, but hold but on. you know the doc was like. We induced, you know, the doctor okay. was like, yo, we want to make sure he's safe, he's good, everything is cool, you know, and he he came out heavy, you know, he he slimmed out now that he's out, but he was he was the big kid in the nursery, you know what I like mean? 10 so pounds, He came pounds? out 9 pounds, oh, yeah, 9, nine two, yeah, 9.2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, well, you, so, got, you got the big frame too, yeah, though. Yeah, you know, you know I mean? so the doctor was like, 
if we wait till the 24th, he might get to like 11 pounds and it's going to oh, wow. be really rough. Oh, so yeah. wow. let's 11 do it. pounds. He said, so let's God. do it now before that happens. So he came out on the 20th. So wow. he's uh, December 20th nice. and I'm December 24th. Yo, did you... um? Like I, I know, uh, you know, um, after after your family, your dad remarried. Your your stepmother was uh, Jehovah's Dang, Witness. You know but, everything. Jesus, <laughs> I'm doing the knowledge. I'm doing the knowledge. I'm doing the knowledge. You did all the Googles, man. But uh, growing up, growing all up as Googles. a kid with your birthday so close to Christmas, was that always kind of like, dang, I don't get like the June, you know, the June birthday where yeah, I get yeah, like yeah, the presents. You know what it is. Get all your presents when, at once. When your birthday is Christmas Eve, um, you know what happened with me? My parents would be like, on on, on Christmas Eve, my parents would be like. All right, open up a gift. Go under the tree and grab one gift. Open that up, and then open the rest tomorrow. So the gift you open today is your birthday gift, <laughs> and then tomorrow they always you do that. Christmas yeah, gift. But yeah, what know? I will say is, um, I grew up. Even though I lived in Brooklyn, I lived in projects, you know, for uh, half my life. I lived in Brownstone, a house for the other half. But I grew up in the inner city my entire life. All I know is corner stores. All I know is being outside, shooting dice, whatever, whatever. But I never went for anything a day in my life. So even though it was open one gift on on my birthday, it didn't matter because I had everything yeah, I wanted. Wants, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm I had same, everything I'm I wanted. Same, I had everything I needed. You know, if I didn't have yeah. it. I really didn't need yeah, it, even I though I might have wanted I really didn't need it. I, I didn't need Super Nintendo and Genesis, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. Like, so I had Genesis, you right. know what I mean? Like All the, had, all the black kids, we had Genesis, man. Like, you know I feel like that was the thing. Yeah, like, Genesis, Genesis guy. Guy. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was Genesis saying, I'm saying, we had, we, had, we had the Sega Genesis where I, I was early, on, too. I mean, like, so. I had my Genesis. Yeah. My Genesis was a grip. Like, it cost a grip when it came out. Uh, I got it when there was only, like, two games out. Like, I got it early. But, you know, so when I say I got to open one gift, on my birthday and then the rest Christmas. That's not because we ain't have it. It's right, right. It's just what it was. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, you, you know. don't wanna you don't wanna spoil rules the seeds rules, too man. much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just what it was. But you, you know get what I mean? Two but bikes. I, I grew up, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, I grew up yeah. in the inner city. I grew up around all the shit that I talk about in my music, but I also was very privileged to have parents that would do whatever it took, whether it was work two jobs get their hands dirty whatever to get me whatever i wanted yeah i share a little bit of a similar experience like my mom my parents separated when i was three and you know i had two dads growing up i had i had my yeah. my father who was you know older you know black dude from from newark new jersey yeah and then i had my stepdad who was you know black dude from the south like from florida and so like uh you know having two dads i was getting two different approaches to life from from them that's and, you dope know, though because you me had build to one way was. and then the other exactly man. southern hospitality rules and then up north new that's york. dope yeah you know and my dad my dad was you know growing up in the 40s and 50s in newark new jersey experienced some yeah. racism so he really built with me about you know five percent theology the black panthers and, and things of that nature and that's exactly who what it made me today and i think that That's i think real. i think you can see a lot of your, per, your your music is very honest and very personal and so you get a lot of that from your music but Appreciate let's get back to this temperature check yo sky zoo yeah i'm gonna change it up a bit you know murder fuck kill i get the gist of it all right we're <laughs> we gonna have to have him pause on this one uh, like each time i get is, the gist of it this is murder fuck kill and chill so there are four yeah. options okay Albums Ready to Die, mm -hmm. Only Built for Cuban Links, oh, Jesus. Illmatic. Come on, and I already feel doubt. like, oh, come on. You I don't even do know. Them. You gotta do them like that, nah, man. You can't do that. Uh, rank them. Yeah, because that's four. crazy. Rank like, that's crazy to say murder, 
Fuck, kill, chill. Yeah, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? It's a light murder. It's a, it's a mercy killing. It, yeah, it's like no, but that's like saying like toss it to the side. <laughs> Rank those four. Murder, fuck, what kind kill, of murder? So I gotta murder something. I gotta kill something. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Those, those are classic. Albums. Albums. Oh, about, so like, it's Mary fuck kill, isn't it? Oh, he Mary is. Fuck yeah, kill, they chill. always be saying. Yeah, we yeah. do this all the time. So here's, so so we gonna rank them. Rank them. Like you said. Um. Yeah, rank. Illmatic number one, hands down. Greatest hip hop album of all time. Absolutely. Um, Above reasonable doubt? Yeah, yeah, nah. I think that's objective truth. Yeah, Illmatic. Well, I know his love of reasonable uh, doubt. Absolutely. I I mean, I got a shirt on right now that says it, but, you know, um, I always tell people if someone came from another country, another planet, another world, um, and they said, what is hip hop? I heard the term hip hop, but I have no idea what it means. Just give them Illmatic. Word. You know what I mean? Um, Illmatic, Reasonable Doubt, Ready to Die, and then, um, you know, Cuban Links. But they're mm, all mm. fucking five stars. You know See, what I mean? I, I prefer, um, I think, I, I agree with you that I think uh, Illmatic is probably objectively the greatest hip hop album of all time. Like every track could be a single. It's just like phenomenal. Really changed the, 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 Climate of East Coast hip hop to, yeah. to a large degree, totally. but um, I prefer only built for Cuban Links over over Illmatic. I, I find really? the album to be cinematic. I like the guest features. The production wow. is so crazy. Like you know, that, wow. I just prefer it. I just prefer. It. I mean, it's a fantastic yeah, album. Yeah. yeah, I just fantastic I just love. It. I, I think I lean more towards Wu in the '90s than I did Nas because. You know, it was written, and I am the Nostradamus. I, I wasn't feeling those albums as much as I was feeling Illmatic, but Woo. It was written as crazy though. Yeah, it, it's a phenomenal. It, it was album. written as crazy, but but yeah, yeah now nah, you know I, I I hear you on that. Yeah. Um, either way, with those four albums, you can't you can't lose, you can't right. miss. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't rank them wrong. So yeah, speaking yeah, of being can. unable to rank them, like to have a bad answer, like who's your favorite member of the Woo all time? Um. I might say the genius. I was gonna guess the genius just yeah, because the like genius. the approach to lyricism, I think. Might, you know what I mean? The genius and then Ray. But yeah. the genius. Yeah, I yeah, I go to genius. Yeah. I, w- I was thinking either genius, Ray, or ghost, especially because with your rhymes, you change perspectives like at the drop of a hat. It's crazy. Like if you're watching the lyrics on screen represented, yeah. the camera like would zoom out and hit the lights and show from the that's lights and really from the floor. So like, that's a really dope you, way to put you it. You yeah. are constantly weaving the, like when I listen to your music, I say it's very cinematic, yeah. but the film is like psychedelic almost because you are just coming at it from so many different approaches. So Ray and Ghost kind of do that a lot. Whereas Gen- the genius Jizza is a little bit more deliberate. But you know what it you know is I mean? though? I-, I hear you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just how sharp his sword was. Yeah. You know, when I was in junior high, when uh, Liquid Swords came out, no pun intended, um, it, his sword was so sharp, man. Like, mm. shout up to Chinese restaurant for this kid named Lamont. And it just, it, it was, you know what it is? Yeah. I tell people all the time, and this is a jewel, this is an easy little jewel that people don't really understand or know, but it's very simple. Being a great MC. Is obviously MC. It's obviously about the lyrics, the pen, lyricism, delivery, flow. A very big component that people don't realize. They know it, but they don't know that they know it. It's kind of subliminal. Is the effortlessness. Yeah. Yeah. The effortlessness is what makes people say, that guy is fucking incredible. Right. There's and like- the genius, it was effortlessness. Same thing with most. Same thing with, you know, Illmatic or same thing with Jay. Or it's, when you hear somebody barking and feel like, sound like they're running out of breath, 
even if they saying the craziest shit in the world, it sounds like they trying. It sounds like they trying very hard. And that's dope. And the, the lyrics still hit home the same way. But that effortlessness is what separates these guys from these guys. You know what I mean? So the effortlessness, like, shout out the Chinese restaurant for the kid named Lamont. And then it's like, ooh, that motherfucker's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? And then <laughs> and then if what he's saying is bananas, then forget it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't fake that, man. That's yeah. only from nah, experience. That, that type exactly. of eloquence, yeah. man. It's the effortlessness. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's why most is, um, you know, my favorite rapper is Jay-Z and Most Def. Because everything Most Def did, as dope as he is, yeah. It sounded effortless, you know, when yeah. I tell people that. And they go, really, most deaf? I say, go on YouTube and look up the Dave Chappelle freestyle with yeah. in the car. I mean... It was effortless, with, you know what I mean? Both of them are extremely eloquent. Like, when it comes yeah. to most deaf, most deaf... Every every verse might be a freestyle, like off the head, because he's nice both ways. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like mm -hmm. phenomenal. And um, yeah, it's like and me. It's dope. Yeah, and, and like <laughs> sure. yeah. I mean, I mean, you're. I'll be I'll be kind of mad listening to your music because it is so dense that if you only listen to it at the surface level, you're like, this guy's nice. But when you really pay attention to oh, it, you're yeah. like, why no, 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 is no, no, this no. guy yeah, a yeah, genius? Yeah. Like, no, it, it's you it's, make um, it seem so easy. And again, I'm 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 a very humble individual, and I carry myself like that on purpose. Um, on and off the mic But When you listen To what I'm doing It is definitely A different thing It's yeah. definitely A different animal You know yeah. what I mean um, And again Like I said I say that as humbly As possible Because I, I don't I take could, I could stop you And big you up On the whole shit If you well, want I, man. I appreciate like, it Because you know what it is I don't take What yeah. I do For granted You know what I mean I appreciate it I cherish it I value it The talent that I have the way I'm able to do what I do, it means a ton to me. It means the world to me. Um, so with that, with that being said, I do know what I'm capable of right. and what I'm doing, and it really is a different animal. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, yeah. it's a different thing, and I, I pride myself on it. I can say right. that because I pride myself on it, and it's something that I, I I appreciate. You know, every time, every time I write a rhyme, I I pray first. You know what I'm saying in my head. You know what I mean? It could be the most heinous shit. I could have a thousand curses in it, whatever, whatever. Before I write a rhyme, I say like a little ten second prayer to God first, because I know what I'm doing, and I know a lot of people want to do what I'm doing. And I appreciate it. And I don't take it for granted. I take advantage of it and I respect it. And I appreciate I, I, it. And then I, the little Spike Lee on your shoulder takes that prayer up to God. Right. Maybe. Right. <laughs> he put it Maybe. out in the world. And then I, I talk about, you know, dudes selling dope on the corner. So yeah. it, pan, it, it all balances out. Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate you taking the crap seriously, man, because this culture means a lot to me. Like, I've been, I, when I was, when I, when we were 16 years old, because we about the same age, yeah. man. I, I was saying I am hip hop, you know, like there was to me, to me, that was so much in, it was a part of me. And that's why I take it seriously when people out here playing and just doing whatever with the culture. Yeah. And when these media sources are projecting this image of what they think the culture is and it's not really the culture, they don't care. So they promote buffoonery and all types of wild recklessness. I'm just like, yo, that bothers me. So I got to yeah. be a little bit upset about it at times. And it comes across as a hater, but I mean, like, I'm passionate about the shit. Why wouldn't I be? It means so much to me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I appreciate you taking the craft really seriously. No, absolutely, what? absolutely. Because for me, and um, not not to cut you off going to your next thing, but for me, your name and your legacy is on all that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I grew up old school. I grew up, you mean what you say, you say what you mean, and your name and your rep and your legacy means everything. Right. So, you know, for me, if I, if I make some music, it's here forever, especially nowadays. You know, you got guys who made music in the 30s and 40s and 50s that may never be heard because 
let's say this guy made a record and you know in, in the in the late 40s early 50s and it was a limited edition press let's say only 100 was a co- maybe 100 copies pressed those are gone those 100 copies are gone they're not on the internet they're not on discogs they're gone so that guy's music doesn't exist anymore if the 100 people who bought it mm. if if those CDs of I'm not CDs obviously but if those vinyls are destroyed lost whatever whatever that's it doesn't exist anymore we now live in an era where everything exists forever yeah you know what I mean this interview is gonna exist forever when I, it I goes that, up on, on the blog yeah. or whatever it exists forever yeah I so want my daughter put, to come back this in 30 years you know, you know what I mean? mean the same thing with my son so it's like if I if I put some music out and my name is on it it exists forever so the moral of that long soliloquy is it has to matter it has to be important it has to make sense if I put it out I have to be proud of it And be able to look in the mirror And that's why I put so much into it And why I respect the craft And take it so serious Because 40 years 30 years Whatever from me You'd be like Yo Skies who was crazy Yeah but you remember That one song he put out You remember that one album He put out that yeah. wasn't it Yeah, yeah Where he, he would try to He tried to go trap He kind of <laughs> fell on that You know what I mean He kind of fell on that one You know what I'm saying So yeah. Fuck falling yeah. I'm not having it You know what I mean Since you take the craft So seriously um, What would you say Is like an unspoken rule About rap That maybe isn't Being followed so much Anymore Or, or one that you You hold to hold A lot of value But a lot of people Might not mm. Caring about it Yeah Caring about it Just put out anything Just you know Yeah like just get the bag cats, And I'm, just, I'm from Brooklyn yeah. So I'm all about the bag But um, caring about it right. You gotta really care about For all the reasons I just gave And then some You gotta care about What you're putting together What you're putting out And the impact That it's gonna have So your collaborations And the people that you build with And the people that you put Behind your name Is always You know You gotta vet them And make sure that these people yeah, yeah. Represent Anything you as well Anything I put too. out on my own man, Any of my music and You know Skazoo albums Skazoo single You gotta care about it You know what I mean And that goes for anybody Making music Just care about what you're doing all right, word, man. I Yo, got one I, more. I, I got one in? more. Uh, let me ask him one more question, then we'll do the word association. Did you want to do that? Nah, no. Okay, uh, go, go ahead, cut in there. Speaking of lyricism, not today. I got another. Mary fuck chill. Mary fuck chill. Okay. okay. No Dumb killing. it down. No killing. Mm-hmm. Bitch bad. Mm-hmm. And murals. I think you marry murals. Um. Bitch bad, okay, yeah, I couldn't remember what the other one was. I think you might fuck bitch bad and and chill with um with dumb it, dumb down. it down. Yeah. And those are all awesome records. Yeah. You know, Lou is the homie and Lou definitely gets busy. Um, you know, bar none for sure. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. Word up. Oh, okay. Last question for me then. Um, I think you have one of the dopest names in hip hop, man. It's just, it's just <laughs> wild flies. It's super dope. Sky Zoo. Um, what are some of your favorite monikers in hip hop? Do you have anybody else who you think has a really dope name oh, or something like that? Um, the Genius. That's a great name. It's very self-explanatory. Um, let me think on that for a second. Um, let me see. No. I like a few. I like a few that are a little bit weird. Like um, I like Crunchy Black from Three Six Mafia. Okay. I think that name is just it just yeah. goes. I just it's like just Crunchy funny. Black. Yeah, 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 it's funny. Yeah. But also, it's like it's also a part of his character. You know what I mean? As, as it think, should be. If yeah. you, whatever your name is, you know what I mean? if, if your parents choose your name for you, you don't have any say in that. But when you choose your own name, mm-hmm. i.e., a stage name, a nickname, a rap mm-hmm. name, that's on you. 
So you chose that. You know what I mean? Right. So like even with me, so if you know my, my name is Skylar, my middle name is Skylar, and that's what everybody uses in my entire life. So Skylar or Sky for short. And when I grew up in the 80s, you know, as, as an infant, there was a group called Sky. It was a disco group from Brooklyn. They oh. were called Sky, S-K-Y-Y. And um, they would put the word Sky at the beginning of all their records or albums, Skyport, Sky Time, Sky this, Sky that. So they had a record called Sky Zoo. And in the beat, oh. yeah, that's where my name came from. In the beat, there was a kazoo. So if you go on YouTube and put Sky Zoo, but put two Ys, because if you don't, then all my shit going to come up. But if you put two Ys, S-K-Y-Y-Z-O-O, it's a kazoo in the beat. And it goes, it's like a straight up disco record. You see, Googling it now. It's a straight up disco record. And um, it has a kazoo in the beat. I want my, my sky zoo. Like, what you gonna do? I wanna play my sky zoo. And uh, that's where my <laughs> name no came idea. from. You sampled so, that yet? Nah, it's a <laughs> disco record. And mad producers sent me that uh, beat uh, as a sample. Probably. But yeah, it doesn't come know? out right. It's a right, great record, right. but it doesn't come out right. Mad producers send me that all the time for years. Yo, funny. yo, check this out. I made it just for you. And it's that <laughs> joint. You know what I mean? Like, I respect that, but it don't come out right because it's a disco joint. But um, so as a as an infant, my family, like my aunts and my cousins, they, they would call me Sky Zoo after that because of Sky and Skyler and Sky Zoo. And it was a big record on the radio. Da 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 da. They was from Brooklyn. So, um, yeah, so you know, um, I ran with it. You know, they was calling me right. Sky Zoo when I was an infant and a toddler and all that. And when I started rhyming, I knew nobody would have that name. Nobody on the planet would have that name. And I used to catch heat for it. Like when I first started rhyming, when I was, you know, maybe, well, not when I first started rhyming, but when I first started coming out as far as putting music out. Right. Were you Sky Zoo when you battled Jin? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. When I, when I, was first putting mixtapes out and trying to, you know, putting demos out and trying to get a record deal. I remember having meetings with majors, one major in particular, uh, the A&R, the head, uh, A&R, vice president, whatever it was, was a female. And there's a major, major, major record label, maybe I'll tell you off the air. But um, she literally was like, why don't you just change your name? Like, mm. why don't you call yourself Sky? Just call yourself Sky. Little Sky. Yeah, she was like, she, right. She was like, she was like, you mad handsome, you mad fly. Like the yeah. girls will like you. Why don't you just call yourself Sky? Like Sky's, it was weird. Right. That's weird. That's I was such like, a weird nah, period good, to be And I just stuck through. with it. And now, motherfuckers got Sky's who tatted on them. Yeah. Word. Same way I do. Hey, you know what I mean? So hey, you know, I just stuck name, with it because my answer name. to that was Fifty Cent, A Z, Jay Z. Yes. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like those was always my answer to that. So yeah. I was like. I'm good. Well, you but that's stick, where my name yeah. comes from. You got to stick with your integrity when these labels execs is trying to put you in Man, a I'm all shiny about suit. Whatever, I'm you know all what about I mean? integrity, yeah, yeah, we can tell. I know, I know you dealt with that industry rule number 4,080 many times before. Believe it. Shady. Yo, man, Believe I'm sorry. It. He just reminded me I had one more question. Like, I really want to bust. Because uh, we're all similar age. I'm Mega's a little older than me. What's I'm your, an 82, baby, yeah. What's your favorite mixtape? Uh, probably um, DJ Clue four five six. Probably. I'm not that. sure which one that is. I don't either, but yeah. I feel like it's the right answer. Came out in the fall of <laughs> nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that no, is. It, it came out in the it's fall the of nineteen ninety six. Um, yeah. I'm gonna guess there's a locks freestyle on there. Oh, uh, believe it, believe it. We got it. the yeah, Desert Storm. Yeah, DJ For Clue. Sure. The fall of nineteen ninety six. Probably, 
Probably that. Um, uh, there's a lot, but probably that. A lot I just of had those a early feeling, clue man, tapes like, I didn't get. Especially since you're in New York. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like we're of that similar mindset because even though I was a little younger, like when I saw a hot mixtape, I was at. Coming, I was like, yo, I was more excited for a mixtape than yeah. an album sometimes. And when it, it was, was literally fire. a tape, you know what I mean? And like, you know, I used to bet, I was 14, begging my mother for $10 to go to the store and get the tape. And my mother was like, leave me alone. Like, what? Why? <laughs> what? Like, what do you, you want yeah, to tape? Yeah. Like, I just bought you a tape. Like, you right. know what I mean? And I couldn't go to school Monday without having heard the new clue tape because everybody else heard it. So by Sunday night, if I ain't have the clue tape, I was going to look bad So I needed My I need $10 So I could go to Uncle Ralph's store Ralph McDaniel's store On the corner And buy the tape You know what I mean And you know And fine Here take the $10 Go And I'm phew, Run out the crib And go get the tape And Monday I'm like Yo you don't got the tape I got the tape what you, you know what I mean Like right, you don't right. got the tape I don't know yeah. man But I know I got it You know what I mean Right, so, right. Yeah, yeah No doubt No doubt uh, Do you want to take a drink uh, uh, Take a break Pour another drink And then I'm we'll do the I'm gonna take a break interview? And a drink now. Sure All right, Absolutely. All right Let's take a little break yeah. MLS with Sky Zoo Sky Zoo 4-4 in the studio also boop, boop, boop. Yes Sky Zoo Power Friendly neighborhood rapper Cal Combs. This is the Mega Lay Show. Yo, welcome back to the show. We are here live with Sky Zoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight from Brooklyn, better yeah. known as Brooklyn. Hey, yeah. yeah, they keep on taking it, man. They keep on taking it. I, I've mean. heard that. Tremendously happy to have Sky Zoo in the building with us again today, man. And uh, we're about to go into the weather report. First, late. Tell me what type of beats you've been playing this whole time. I've been hearing a lot of. Uh, yo, it's a Ill lot of mind. Ninth Wonder. Got some Ill Mind in here. Measy. Uh, yeah. some Buck Wild. Hey, and uh, I got some more stuff later. Okay, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So at this point of the show, we're gonna go ahead and get into uh, the weather report, which is where we play a track that we want to talk about or do whatever. And since we have, since we have the uh, the indelible Sky Zoo with us today, oh, man. I want I want him to try to unpackage some of the themes in this album. So uh, he allowed me to pick one of my favorite tracks. That and, and every track is crazy. Every track has a theme, a story, and a deeper issue going For on sure. besides just how dope it sounds on first listen. So I wanted to play um, the stick up tape from Menace. Which, for people of the culture, we know the stick-up tape from Menace. He's talking about Menace Society. Yep. The tape that Old Dog took from the liquor store after he shot the 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 Korean uh, the Korean tape owners with, yep. with Kane. And um, you know that movie had a profound ex like uh, influence on me when I was a kid. Like I was like ten years old or whatever when right, I saw right. it, and my brother-in-law was like, "Watch it," and I was just like, "Yo, I don't know if this is appropriate." But after that, you know, living on the West Coast, I wanted to go out and do those things and have that right, type right. of you were inspired you know, uh, to to have that kind of authenticity and value validation for being hard even though these are things that i never needed to do in my life at all right so, right right so let me um let me go ahead and, and lead us in I'll, I'll go ahead and hit play see if we can all right so it's gonna i'm gonna drop it down to make sure but 
for our listeners in the background, you're going to be hearing the track or whatever. So um, let, let's uh, let's talk a little bit. I mean, it starts it starts with a sample from the actual stick up movie, yeah. from, from the stick up, and it also ends with uh, some lines about when Old Dog was showing the tape to. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was inside of uh, what, what what's the dude's name? It was a Wax and Chauncey and yeah. all them. Cra- yeah, yeah, it might have been a Chauncey. Fucking uh, whack ass Chauncey. Yeah, <laughs> it was at at his house or whatever, you know. And it ends it ends with that, but it, like. Um, Tell us a little bit about the composition of this. Like, when you wrote it, like, what's your intention and and uh, what is the track about? So the record is about validation. Um, a lot of people on first listen just think it's a record about Minister Society. Right. So we made a record talking about Minister Society. The record really isn't about Minister Society at all. What it is is um, it uses Minister Society as a metaphor. It uses it as an example to say, okay, I'm having a conversation with you about validation. And I'm breaking down validation to you and what it is and the importance of it and where it's taken us and how it's harmed us, helped us, etc. For example, here's a situation where validation went wrong. And then you think about Minister Society. So that's what it is. Like Minister Society is the example in explaining what validation is to our people. Motherfuckers who look like you and I, you know. And um, the record's about validation. It's why you can live in the projects, but... When the J's come out, you got them, or your kid got them, or you on public assistance, but you throw a $3,000 birthday party for your two-year-old son. It's validation. As black folk, we've always wanted to feel important. We've always wanted to matter. We've always wanted to be taken seriously. We've always wanted to be looked at as we're valid. We have validation. You know, we are important. We matter. And the reason why they say, well, why are these black folk, why are these Negroes like that? The reason why is because let's go back 400 years when they put us on a boat and they said, you don't matter anymore. When they split us up and said, if you're lighter than this bag, you stay in the house. If you're darker than this bag, you go out in the field. Never mind the fact that y'all are husband and wife or father and son or mother and daughter or any other combination. We split y'all up, do what you do, boom, boom. You don't matter. You can't use these bathrooms. You can't eat here. You can't vote here. You can't read. You can't write. You can't add. You can't do anything because you don't matter. So we've wanted validation forever, and it's something we'll always want no matter how much we may even continue to get it. You know, it's the reason why you're in the supermarket and somebody bump into you and now you're ready to fight. Somebody just walked by with their car and accidentally bumped your shoulder. Now you're ready to fight because you feel... Like somebody's taking away that... Exactly. You feel like you don't matter. You feel disrespected. Yeah, Yeah, you feel disrespected. You feel like you don't matter. You feel like you're non-existent. And now your job is to make sure none of that lives after that. So it's like, nah, fuck that, Duke. What's up? That's all validation. It's why when they... It started out with Kane and Old Dog and them accidentally sticking up the store because, again, it just turned into a bad conversation and right. a confrontation over some racist matters. And, and then it goes into te- him using the tape to kind of get props exactly. from all the homies. It started to as his own re- detriment. It started as a very intelligent thing to do to say, hey, get the tape. All this proof, get the tape. We need that. We need to leave with that. So make sure nobody is 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 nobody is incriminated. There's nothing to incriminate us. Get that tape. Very smart thing to do. But then from there it turns into yo, yo, put the tape on. Right. Chauncey ain't see it yet. Wax right. ain't see it yet. Lou Loke ain't see it yet. It's like, whoa, nobody's supposed to see this. We took the tape so nobody would see it. Because if somebody sees it, then we asked out. 
And it turns into validation because it's like, yo, I'm old dog. Look at me. Look what I did. I took out I took out that Korean such and such. I cleaned up so and so. Look, my shit solidified. Look right. at me. You know? I'm 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 real. I'm you know Absolutely. I demand respect. This is my respectability politics. This is me. This is me putting on my Sunday's best mm -hmm. at, at the church. You know what I mean? Because that's the only time we could Absolutely. get we could get fresh. You watch know? But the this tape a, and tell your friends that they can watch yeah. it too. And and, and and old dog is that guy. Absolutely. I, mean? I, I love I love one of the lines. That, I mean, like you end it uh, before you leave. Make sure you leave with it. Yeah. And and. and I feel like that kind of that has multiple meanings when you think about the concept of the track yeah. because like you know you also talk about like when you aim you know like aim first or, mm -hmm. or think about where you aim first yeah and so before you leave make sure you leave with it it's kind of like your the the things that you seek for your validation yeah you got to make sure that those are also themes things that you want to take with you yeah um in a certain way I mean I'm still trying to Unpackage the whole thing nah, man. You, It's you crazy want it. You want you know it You I mean? want it Yeah but, Yeah but I've had really this idea cut. The idea of um, The stick up 10 for minutes I had this For like Two three albums now But I wanted to make sure And again The idea Not writing the rhyme Because I do all that On the spot But the idea of Naming a tape the stick of uh, naming a song The stick up tape for minutes Speaking about validation Etc cetera, etc cetera. I wanted it to be at a point where it made sense and this album was the point where it made the most sense because of what the album is about and what it reflects you're a real really brilliant cat man i mean like the the title pulls people in like oh stick up tape from menace it seems yeah. like a really surface level type of thing right but then like but beneath it there's this there's these themes that are just going off man it's like thank you man um, i appreciate that like uh to, to segue this into the to the interview segment like uh, was this one of the first tracks that you completed in the recording of the album um it was one of the last you know it was something i knew that i wanted to do like i said it was a concept i had for a while and i figured this album made the most sense to put it on it but it was one of the last records i did uh maybe like the the last third the final third of the album is uh it was in that group word word man i mean it, it's really dope what's um What's kind of the reaction been from from people on the album? What about I mean, like I know in celebration of us is in celebration of, of black folks, people of right. color. Um, you know, whether you have or whatever, it's it's a celebration of people, black folks. What has the reaction been from non-black people? It's been insane, and that was one of my somewhat of a fear in the beginning before the album came out. I said, you know, if you don't look like me and live like me and move like me, etc. What are you gonna think? How do you feel? And um, it's it's been amazing, you know. People who look the exact opposite of you and I, um, you know, people who who their language is broken. They understand language, but they understand English. But trying to kick it out a certain way is different. Uh, they all are on it. They're all on it, and it's been amazing. Yeah. In your experience with uh, with the Japanese fans, or are you getting? Because I, I know, like, even as an English speaker, it's hard for me to unpackage a lot of your lyrics. Like, right. are, are, have your Japanese fans really been, you know, giving you uh, the type of praise that you were hoping to get from them? Or? Yeah, it seems like it. Word, totally, man. It totally seems like it, and I'm I'm honored and humbled and blessed by it. Word, man. I mean, 
There was lots of artists that was coming, coming through. Coming through for it's got to be tremendously influential, man. Like a lot of, a lot of the the cats that I know. I mean, they they they've been rocking with you for years, and yeah. I didn't really get into. I didn't really start hearing about you bubbling until a dream deferred back in 2012, 2012 yeah. and and when i first heard it, i was like yo this cat's name is dope and he's just wild like crazy and you've got so many projects and i hear that your um your writing process is very quick how long did it take you to put this album together i know during the break you were saying this is one of the most difficult albums for you to yeah. to complete yeah not because you were having writer's block but just because it, it meant a lot to you and you know you're making sure that everything on it was perfect how long did this take you to to put together uh I want to say about four and a half months, four and a half, five months. How you gonna make a, a classic album that quickly, oh, man? Thank like, you, man. About, so about four and a half months, um, and that's because you know you're looking for more beats, you know you're getting features with such and such or whatever. So that's why the writing. My thing is, if I go to the lab, I'm not leaving till I get something completed. You know, whether it's a verse, whether it's a, a full song. You know, whether it's the idea for whatever hook or whatever it is. So I feel like, I'm like, yo, if it's 15 songs on an album, if I get one song done a day, that's 15 days, I could potentially be done. You know, so that's kind of how I look at it. All these, um, he actually introduced me to all these um, vinyls and uh, artists that we went um, record digging the other day and he he taught me all these stuff about you know these uh, I hear Skyz was a crazy jazz head yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. my, my record collection's wild like he knew all these ja jazz artists and all, all these stuff that he was like yo just pick that up we brought it to the that's the Korea yeah. trust me trust me I got you <laughs> yeah, yo yeah. get that I never all heard right, of it right. before trust me get that you know what I mean? And it Work. was like samples, 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 and like yeah. hard ones, you know. Like, so I, I think it's not just his lyrics and all that, but his background and his respect and that love towards, you know, authenticity, or should I say, like, you know. Something I agree with everything. Thank you, brother. Man, absolutely, yes, absolutely. Man. Now you've been doing this for a long time. As I mentioned earlier, when I was doing the knowledge, I, I saw that you were. I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry to cut you. So I think even with the Japanese folks, you know, they don't understand the lyrics to totally, but they feel it from that, you know, whatever that jazz bob or something, you know. It, mind detect mind. They can see the authenticity there. They know that there's there's something magical happening. And, and it kind of goes yeah. along with what uh, Sky was saying before. The uh, the effortlessness of it. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's a very big part Recognize of it. Recognize it. It's Recognize just it. natural. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and also, I mean, your voice is like velvety on a on a track. Like molasses is very smooth you know, and I have eloquent. Been told, man. I have been told um, that I have the perfect rap voice. Yeah, it's up there, man. It's I have been there. told that, man. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that first caught me. I was like, oh, he, oh, he sounds dope. Oh, the bars are dope. And then I was like, yo, there's something really going on under this Jansport, you know, track. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? There's something Absolutely. really going on here. Yo, so word. before we move on, uh, just going back to like a. Uh, the blackness of the album. I know you said you were inspired by uh, Solange's album. Yes. And uh, oh, for a word. Yeah, I always tell people that's a really black album. Yeah, I always oh, tell. I say if people, absolutely. If if people said, you know, describe this album to me in one sentence, I say it's the hip hop version of Solange's album. 
Yo, that album is unapologetically black. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. And I mean, we're kind of having here. that moment right now, or we've been having it. And I mean, uh, like uh, a few years ago, The Pimp a Butterfly came out. Uh, yeah, now you got Black Panther running around. I think, you know man, I mean? crazy. Incredible. I think, I think more, people, more people who were just casual fans are looking for more of that now. And they're finding something that they can identify in. A, in like even even T.I. dropped the hot-ass Super Black album, man. That Word, album man. is amazing. Word. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I was saying, you've been you've been bubbling and you've been working in the music industry for you know 20 years or, or whatever like you, oh, you were on you were on uh the, the freestyle uh, freestyle fridays with jen i didn't even know that until i was yeah. going back and trying to do my knowledge and so you you've seen the industry changes and, and um you know you you talk about a little bit of the ills trying to work with label execs and trying to get a deal like back yeah. then you know freestyle friday if you were dope you can get a music deal off of that you know yeah. like the Rough Riders gonna call Jin, you know right, what I mean. Right, so right, like, right. so if you get it, if you get it right, you could you could do that. In terms of um, your journey, you've seen a lot of different movements within the the music industry. Now with with streaming, how has that affected the way that you monetize your music and try to make money off of it? Is oh, that a man. big thing for you? Yeah, it's like huge streaming? because the streaming, the percentage for fans who don't know the percentage on the streaming is insane. You know, um, in a bad way. <laughs> you know, I, I hear I to, to piggyback off of that. I hear that like it takes 52 streams from a, a, a person, a 52 streams to single like one sale. So Maybe. 52, yeah, for Maybe. for a lot of ours. Um, so 52 streams of of one of his tracks is going to give him 99 cents, which means that if you were to buy like a 10 track album for 9.99, the person that's just streaming and not purchasing the music, they've got to play that album hundreds of times just to get him that nine. Back. Even, yeah. And that nine dollars, even the, that percentage of that from iTunes, they're they're taking a percentage of it too. Yep, so absolutely, I, I know as an independent artist, like you probably make a lot of your money touring, you know, in Europe or, or things of that nature. Yeah, touring what is, is your huge thoughts for me. On? Yeah, to touring is huge for me. I make money off sales as well, but touring is huge for me. Um, you know, I'm not a fan of the streaming at all because of what it does for me, or what it does to me rather as an artist. Uh, it doesn't mean that it doesn't work for some people. You know, I'm an Apple Music subscriber. I give them $10 a month or whatever it is, right. and I get to press play on anything I want. But on the flip side, it does affect us. So I get it even when I'm pressing play on somebody else's shit. I get it. You know? I mean, I have to admit, like, I'm also, I've pretty much gone straight to streaming now, like Spotify. And, uh, like, I've been a fan of you since... I heard you fucking with like Justice League and like I could uh, tell by this brother. beat you playing. Yeah, <laughs> like shout out to I Justice League. By the way, I was yeah. like, my eyes lit up. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> how do you even have this? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. But like, uh, recently, like Spotify has like I guess it's figured out my taste now, and like you pop up on my new my new shit list every week like uh hopefully not your shit list but yeah <laughs> new shit <laughs> but like yeah. uh like a, a couple weeks ago uh, a song you did with hex one came up okay yeah yeah I fucking love that track man nice nice and, and i up. and i, I would have never heard it i don't think because i don't follow the blogs anymore you know right so you wouldn't have heard it if my name wasn't affiliated and it popped up on your joint and then that brought you to that and i think that's the the beauty of collabing in hip-hop because you, you begin to share worlds and share fan bases right. and you know i give you some love you give me some love you put me on to these people i put you on to these people and then boom you know so yeah totally that's what's up man um going back to the album a little bit like uh what, what's the next video plan that you have for it 
I don't know. You know, I, I'm I'm looking to do videos for like four more joints. Honestly, I'm not saying I'm a do all four, but I got ideas for like four records. So I'm I'm not sure. You know, um, I don't want to name a joint and then I wind up not shooting it. You know, I don't know, but I do have some concepts right. and some treatments that I've been working on putting together myself. Yeah, we definitely gonna we definitely gonna shout them out on the show, man, and yeah, absolutely try to shine a little bit of a light on, on, on more of your music or whatever. Um, is there? Is there? Uh, I know you got to get out of here soon, and you you've you've been rocking with us with a little longer than we expected. It's all good. So, um, is there any? If you had to, uh, you you already said that like your album is kind of like the rap version of Solange, but tell us a little bit about what you want fans to get from it. Like I hear, I hear that like you you made this album is kind of like. Uh, like I don't know, like a treasure map or or like a, a guide not a Bible, book. a guidebook yeah. for your for your son, yeah, for Miles. Yeah. So for, like, yeah. what um, what about what what about the album? Would you say about that? Like, is it is? Can you can you uh, elaborate for, on that for a other bit people? More? Yeah, like what what would what do you want people to get from this? Um, I want them to get understanding, clarity, inspiration, uh, information, influence. You know, all of those types of things. Um, I want people to understand if you look like me, I want you to understand why things are the way they are. And if you don't look like me, I want you to understand why things are the way they are and how you're a part of it and you'll you'll never be able to not be part of it regardless because of who you are and what you look like and how you came up and how you was raised and what you were blessed and privileged to have your family and the way they put XYZ together for you. You know, there's a lot of people in this world who never know what it's like to be where, be from where we from. And I'm assume, assuming, obviously, just meeting you guys, but being from where we from and going through the things and seeing the things that we've seen and gone through. Um, and that privilege just continues to go on. And that's cool, because I want the same thing for my seed, you know? I don't want my seed to ever know what the projects look like. I don't want my seed to ever know what, you know, standing out in front of a corner store all night is like you know what i mean like my job is to you know 180 that make it do a full 180 and go on the other side but i want people to understand what this is and use it as clarity use it as a conversation piece use the topics and the things i'm talking about as something to converse on and speak on and build on learn from and maybe continue to grow even more and get more information. Like I said, you're never gonna be able to change this frame of mind because it's so, excuse me, it's so embedded. It's so rooted deeply, you know? It's like a root of a tree that goes all the way down. You can't get to the bottom of that motherfucker, but what you can do is understand how it got to where it is and try to finesse how that tree continues to grow. Right. You know? Well, it in in that regard, man, I think you're you've been wildly successful. The track to Thank me is just filled with jewels, and I think that um, you know your 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 son is probably going to grow up, listen to it, and get a lot of jewels. I, I mean, hope from so. it, even outside the ones that you're teaching them, but yeah. even the youth of today, these 14, 15 year old, 20 year old kids, and even yeah. 35 year old men like myself, uh, we listen to it and we you know I, I, we feel a way, we get something yeah. out of it. You know what I mean? Like I hadn't really thought about validation and, and the way that uh, respectable, respectability politics mm -hmm. work the way that you frame it on on uh, the stick-up tape from, from Menace. From Menace. Yeah. And I mean, Absolutely. it's interesting because y'all have man. similar ideas. I've had many conversations with Mega about like 
cultural appropriation and Which about I hate. gentrification. I hate with a I'm trying to get Post Malone the fuck out of here this year, fam. <laughs> like, get him out. I just feel like this cat needs to be somebody. He never got punched in the face at the right time. He oh, never man. got punched in the face at the right time in high school. I'm trying to get this man out of here. Not to put words into your mouth, Sky Zoo, but shit, I, get him out of here. He's trying not to comment on it right <laughs> man. now. He's trying to oh, keep it low. Man. No, I'm, I'm cooling. You know what it is? Cultural appropriation is so real. You know, um, my issue with it is more so on the people that cover it, that cover hip hop. Blogs, magazines, TV, radio, writers. Right. People that cover it because they're the outlets of the world. You know, you can have a million Post Malones or whatever making music, but these are the people who make sure that type of individual, whether it's him or not, that type of individual has a lane, yeah. has an outlet, has a way to put music out, way to put conversation That's out, it. way to make money off, off of all of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, my issue is with the bloggers and the writers who move like that. You know, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, make your make your art. If you feel like it's art and you want to make it, make it. But I definitely do feel a lot of responsibility falls on the journalists and the outlets, the music outlets, and the people in the music industry. Atlantic Records is putting out Bad Barbie, who is a a a, a meme that was appropriating black culture. I don't know who Bad or Barbie. What that she's is. the one. Catch me outside. Oh, okay, okay. She's okay, a okay, rapper okay. now. Yeah, yeah. I saw like two and videos. Signed from her. with Atlantic I saw two Records. Videos from her, yeah. Who is behind this? Who is doing? Is. is it L.A. Reid? Like, who is over there doing this? Because they don't seem to care about the culture in the same way people like I do. You because they care mean? about a number. Exactly. And they that's what sells. That's what sells, man. Two million followers on the gram, a million followers mm. on this, two million followers on that. It's yeah. going to go. Straight yeah. up. Your video you know? goes viral. Let's let's uh, let's do they a, know it's gonna a go. Black China album. Let's get Black China on here. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, this shit is wild to me, man. I, wanna, uh, I think we can go ahead and wrap up now. Oh, King, do you have a question? What are your Keen wants to know what are your thoughts on mumble rap? Uh, my thoughts on it are there's a lane for everything because if I go to let's say a strip club, I don't want to hear you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Queen, like, Queen Latifah from from a house party too right. up there kicking. You know what I'm saying? Or right. like I don't want to hear some of the quote unquote underground super lyrical, I care about nothing but the culture and keeping it in the nineties. I don't want to hear that at that moment in that setting. Mm. You know, music is about time. It's about where you were when you heard such and such. It's why we remember how we felt when we heard in the club from 50. It's about, you know, where you were when you heard it, how it made you feel and how you hold on to that connection and that memory. So I don't want to hear that if I'm in a strip club. If I'm in a strip club, I want to hear some of that trap because it's going to make the women move a certain way. It's going to make the night more enjoyable, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's about balance. I'm not the I'm not a fan of mumble rap at all, but it's about balance. It's about everything right. making sense. And I think if the radio gave more balance, and I know why the radio doesn't balance it out, but that's a whole other conversation. If the radio and TV and everything gave more balance, then fans on both sides of the table would get it. And you may have these Uzi Vert fans and Yachty fans who wind up liking, you know, uh, name somebody, Sky Zoo. Right. You know what I mean? And vice versa. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, the, it, it's all about the balance. Yeah. And I, the lack of balance is why things are the way they are. Let me, On the flip side of that, do you think rappers can get too dense sometimes? Lyrically dense, I mean. I don't think there's a thing as being too lyrically dense as long as it's literally dope 
and as long <laughs> right. as it's serving the right purpose. Like I mean, it goes without saying. Like you found the way to keep it entertaining. But Appreciate like, it. Like, like for example, if somebody old cannabis, cannabis lyrics. I was just about to say, man, oh, somebody man. ODs my, my mind like cannabis. A yeah, yeah, yeah. Five eighty six times six. Yeah. Like, do yeah. you think that it's dope? Too I mean, much? It was, you know what it cannabis is. Cannabis was I mean, hot that, back that's then. That's when it was still <laughs> hot. Cannabis, cannabis, listen, back then. listen, when we all first heard cannabis. We was trying to figure out what is he eating for breakfast and how can <laughs> right. I get some. My man is on a Wheaties. I, I was 15, 14, 15 years old, and I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? Know, like, wake this up is show incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, but if you, if, if, and this isn't about him, this is just in general. If you're trying too hard or if it feels and seems and smells and sounds like you're trying too hard, then it's a problem. If what you're doing is lyrically dense and it's layered and double and triple entendre, but it makes sense yeah. for the greater good of the song, of the story, of what it's about, right? You then can't you're cool. You, you know can't what I mean? sacrifice the whole for right. like. Yeah, if you're just trying to prove I mean, how amazingly great you are by using all these big words and da 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 da, then it's a different thing. But if you're doing it and it makes sense with a purpose mm. and it ties into what it is that you're representing, See, man, then it's different. I you're a dope ass rapper you're an amazing appreciate mc it, but like you're an artist man like you're serious yeah. about your craft your shit like because i know. grew up listening to more than just hip-hop when we when we and were younger ran too, my life but i listened to everything when we were younger too hip-hop had a lot of biodiversity you could yeah. find this style and that style and this style and I, and i don't even like the name i don't like the term mumble rapper because i don't think that's what a lot of them are doing Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think they're mumbling. You know, there's a few cats that mumble. Like, Future has, like, a mumbly type of style. But right. a lot of these cats is just rapping slower or they're using the the triplet, uh, the, the triplet rhyme scheme like the yeah. Migos and, and following that style. But I think that it's kind of it, – you're kind of talking shit when you use the term mumble rap because it right. doesn't do – it disservices what these guys are doing. And I can appreciate the biodiversity, but I can't appreciate the media that only pushes that. Mm. Yeah, and that's, that's why it comes we don't down have to. it. That's why I started it by saying the balance or the yeah. lack thereof. You know, other than that, it's cool, man. Like, you need it all. Right. I like, a, a little I like bit some of, of those cats, man. You need it I all. Like you some know, of those cats. I like you know a lot what of it them. is? Yeah. I got a, I got a, um, I know you said you're from Atlanta. Uh, my parents moved to Atlanta oh, uh, about 13 years ago. So I got a little Dang. brother. I got two younger brothers, one of whom is 17. So oh, wow. he only knows Atlanta pretty right, much. Right, right. He lived wow. in you know in New York early on, but by the time he was like four or five years old, he moved to Atlanta. So he put me on the Uzi, to Uzi Verb. We was okay. I was visiting my parents in Atlanta, and uh, it was about a year, maybe two years ago, whatever it was. I was visiting my parents in Atlanta, and we was playing 2K. And, you know, if you play video games, you mute it, and then you turn on some music while right. it's muted. And he had on YouTube, and I heard this SpongeBob sample. And I was like, yo, Jaden, what the fuck is this? And he was like, you don't know Uzi? You don't know Lil Uzi Vert? And I was like, no. Like, what are you talking about? Song, man. And he played it, and it was a record called P's and Q's, which is a awesome, awesome record from Lil Uzi Vert. And it samples the SpongeBob, uh, SpongeBob theme. And it's an awesome record. It's a record that popped Lil Uzi Vert off. I like the record. It doesn't mean that I think he's saving hip hop or anything like that. I like the record. Right. Yeah, a there's a time record. and a place for it. Everything man. is yeah. balanced. Yeah. Everything you know, you can't have um, 
I don't want to well, hear however, all Sky Zoo. Like right. I love Sky well, Zoo, but I don't want to hear Sky Zoo. <laughs> all Sky Zoo, but you know what I'm saying. Other than that, right. you know right. what I mean. But yeah. you know, sometimes if I want to get the hose. You know what I mean. Absolutely, you know, you know what I'm saying. But but you know, um, you can't eat the same meal three meals exactly. a day every day. Exactly. You know what I mean. You can't yeah. do it. Sometimes you, you want. Can't sometimes do you it. want. Sometimes you want a really refined meal cooked by a chef, one that's mastered the craft and put it together like what Sky Zoo. Yeah. And sometimes you want that cheeseburger from XXX Tentacion. Women that cook. I mean, you women who can cook. I mean. you know, women but, who can but, cook. And, that, and that's a great way to put it. You know, yeah. like you, you can't have the same meal three meals a day every day. For your life. Hey, but what I'm saying is that if you if you Unless eat Skazoo all the time, it's, just, <laughs> it's gonna be the meal, a delicacy, you know what I mean? a delicacy. Unless I made the you know meal, what I mean? Good. Yo, Skazoo, um, I think we could wrap it here, man. I just want to thank you for rocking with us. You rocked oh, a man, lot longer than I expected. So much thank appreciate you, man. Yo, we are so phenomenal good. fans. And the next time you come through, we wanna we wanna yeah. post your show. We wanna big you up. Oh, and man. Maybe get you back on the show again, man. Listen, we're, man. We're rocking shout, with you. Shout to y'all, man. The the Mega Late Show. Shout to Tokyo, Japan. The whole deal, man. I appreciate the love, the support. And, and it's only the beginning. Yo, you got any hot takes you want to put out before? Yo, who you ghost wrote for? <laughs> you got Grammys? You got Grammys? <laughs> man. I know you can't tell us no who you comment. ghost wrote for. Um, but he probably, Sky Zoo probably got Grammys right now. You wrote I, 444, didn't you? Know you know what? Nah, nah, nah. You know what? Hey. I, I, don't, I don't have any Grammys yet. But um, I did write some stuff that top Billboard that, you know, did a couple things that lived on the radio, still lives on the radio. You know, wow. ghostwriting is a big part of what I do outside yeah. of my own music. And he's good enough to do it so you don't know it's Sky Zoo. That's the point. You know, a lot of people ghostwrite and I can hear, let's say whoever, whatever rapper is spitting a record, you hear the record on the radio and I say, oh, so-and-so wrote that. Yeah, so and so Mad wrote that. Skills I could wrote tell. That. I could tell. Oh, so and so wrote that. So I can tell who wrote what for who because mm. I can hear it in them. Yeah, that's if a If I write verse. a record for somebody, you know what I'm saying? If I write a record now, now Jada's different because Jada's the god. But if I write a record for somebody, you're not gonna be able to tell I wrote it. If I write a record for for you, you can't tell I wrote it. You know what I mean? It's gonna really sound like you. Be like, yo, right, right. son, rhyme now. I ain't know he rhymed. Make a bar. Make a better than Sky Zoo. I know he wrote that shit. Yo, he killed that shit. Yo, yeah. that shit is crazy. Meanwhile, yeah. it was me. You it might be mean? better so, if you don't tell Mega who you ghost wrote for because Mega will never, ever, ever listen to them again. No, I, I don't mean, mind ghostwriting. I mean, Biggie had, I mean, I'm certain that people from the locks wrote for Biggie. A lot of times that's how you used to get on. But now I don't you know, know about what that, I mean? but you know what I mean? I, I, you know, Jada wrote uh, the Benjamins for Puff. You know, Big right. wrote. The majority a lot of, of people wrote for Puff, shit, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, Pharaoh Monts wrote for Puff, like Absolutely. you know what I mean? You so like, I mean? I, but but you know, I, I don't hate on ghostwriting as much as people might think that I would. Right. Old Dirty Bastard used to kick a lot of genius you don't have raps. a problem with. Yeah. I think the person being ghostwritten for yeah. you lose a I little bit. I just don't like Drake. <laughs> oh, I'm trying not to say the name. I just don't like I Drake. You saw how I danced around there? I actually, actually got to find the bathroom. I saw, so. that. Right, I saw yeah. that. Yo, we out of here. We out of here. Yo, Mega Late Show, episode 25. We here with the magnificent and talented indelible MC, Sky Zoo. Awesome outro. Yo, appreciate the love. Props to 4-4. Four, four. Appreciate four, the love. Four, Thank we're gonna, you so we're much, gonna man. We're going to build 4-4. Get out of here, man. Yo, the Mega Late Show. Check out the calendar and find out what show is coming out, man. This show is mad impromptu. We got Sky Zoo. Do your Googles. Thank you so much. Peace. Yo. Thank you, thank you. Why Sky Zoo look like a lyrical, literary genius, man? Before you leave, make sure you leave with it. Hey.
Megalate Show. Megalate 2018, episode 25, Sky Zoo, the indelible MC. 